Hello, I am Dr. Dustin Weissman, and this is the CyberSense Power-Up Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be discussing an article that was sent my way via Dr. Jamie Kimmel in Westwood. Thank you, Dr. Kimmel. And it's an article in the New York Times titled, Screen Time Use at Bedtime May Impair Children's Quality of Life. This is by Nicholas Bacalar. And it's a really, really short article. So I always encourage anybody who is sending articles, reading articles, before you share it, look at the article that they're actually talking about. So he just wrote about a study. So I went and read the study that it was referencing, which is actually titled Nighttime Screen-Based Media Device Use and Adolescents' Sleep and Health-Related Quality of Life. And this is by quite a few people but the lead author was Michael Mereku. I hope I pronounced that correctly. And this, was, I believe, is out of England and Switzerland. Uh, a lot of the participants were in London. They had a lot. So their sample size for the study was 6,616 adolescents from 39 schools in and around London. But it definitely generalizes to us over here in the States, and I think globally. So the study had some highlights, I'm just going to start with those, just jump into it. So their highlights that they shared are, globally, adolescents are sleeping shorter than the recommended duration. The prevalence of screen-based media device or devices, their use is particularly uh, with mobile phones, has been increasing. So we're seeing a lot of increasing of not just the use of mobile devices, but mobile phones and at bedtime or later in the evening. This study claims that they're the first to investigate what they say is SBMD, which is that screen-based mobile device uh, use in light darkness and adolescents' sleep and uh, health-related quality of life. I have to cycle through and find the acronyms H-R-Q-O-L. So health-related quality of life. That's the major thing they're looking at. They also found, uh, looked at and found nighttime s- screen-based media devices use was associated with high risk of poor health-related quality of life and sleep outcomes. And the magnitude of these associations was stronger when screen-based media device use occurred in darkness. So that kind of gets into the blue wave. Yep, that was my phone. Forgot to silence it. I'm that guy. Uh, <laughs> see, what I was talking about in previous podcasts, how when your notification can go off, it can interrupt your train of thought. And I've talked about this when I do live speaking engagements too. That just happened. My phone is on mute, it's away, and uh, I'm human too. We all do it. So think about that. Make sure you, when you're going to meetings or with clients, you turn off your phones, or you mute them at least. So uh, with the blue light filters, if you have a blue light filter on your phone, which most Apple and Samsung devices have, make sure you turn it on, because that is essentially uh, mimicking daylight and tricking your brain into thinking that it's daytime, which can alter and mess up your circadian rhythm, 
which is your sleep-wake cycle. So when people are using devices and they're getting this illumination, it's confusing their brain at night and definitely causing sleep issues. Just the fact that people are on their devices late at night means that your attention is on whatever you're looking at and not going to sleep. So you're going to be spending, you're allocating some of that time. Uh, and that's been the thing that's been going on in my household a little bit. Not hours, but maybe 30 minutes of just, you know, a little bit extra screen time. Uh, it's just easy to fall into when fatigued. So uh, I'm trying to cut that back in terms of making sure that screen time is limited to a certain time at night. And then after that, like, okay, 8 o'clock for the kids, no screens after 8 o'clock so they can ease into their nighttime sleep routine, not allowing them to have any devices in their room after 8 o'clock, which I, I recommend. That's a good time for anybody. Common recommendation also for adults and adolescents and everybody is plug in your mobile devices on their chargers in another room if you can. Uh, if not, just away from reach or where you won't touch it an hour before bed. So don't look at it at least an hour before bed. Chances are your phone might be charged by the time it's done, but that's okay. The main thing is your health. Your phone's health will, you know, the battery will do what it's going to do. But I'm concerned about your health, and you should be too. And for that, we want to make sure we're not looking at our screens, you know, prior to bed. So this seems like a pretty legitimate study, and one of the results that they... Um, came across with just over two-thirds, 71.5% of adolescents reported using at least one screen-based mobile device at nighttime, and about a third, or 32.2%, reported using mobile devices at nighttime in darkness. So we're getting a lot of screen time use at night amongst adolescents, and it's just something that's really important to take into consideration when we have adolescents with smartphones and tablets and computers in their rooms at nighttime. Uh, so I just recommend not allowing the temptation there. So this is in a journal called Environment International. Environment International. This is volume 124. Uh, it's funny, it says published March 2019, which is when I recorded this, it was February 14th, Happy Valentine's Day, uh, 2019 but it's uh, pages 66 through 78 of that journal. So feel free to look it up. I'll try to post a link on it uh, online when I post this, which if you are listening on a podcasting site, you can go over to Neurosense Psychology, N-E-U-R-O-S-E-N-S-E-P-S-Y-C-H-O-L-O-G-Y.com head over to the blog, and you should be able to find this episode. And then on there, I'll have, hopefully, the link posted. So I'm going to take a quick little break, and I'll be back with you in a moment. So I want to take a moment and discuss the health-related quality of life aspect of this article. I think it's really important that we're looking at how the screen time use is affecting our mental health and well-being. And it's really interesting to say quality of life. And I think we don't put enough emphasis on how important sleep is. 
and there's so much research out there and so many sleep studies and they all kind of give guidelines on how much we should be sleeping to uh, you know perform at that optimal level and we're not getting it as a society we're sleeping less and I think we need to pay attention to this and make a conscious effort to sleep more because so much good stuff happens when we sleep you know we have to recharge our batteries and when we don't we become irritable we have poor attention span our mental health and our physical health can decline we do a lot of healing on those levels mentally and physically when we're sleeping that's when our body gets to regenerate and rejuvenate itself so it's really important to just get quality sleep so take advantage of those little tips that I gave earlier and I'm going to share now what I tell all of my clients over the last probably five years who've come to me and had sleep issues one thing I recommend is if you have difficulty sleeping and the, it's related to any kind of ongoing thoughts, I recommend having a nearby journal and a pen ready to go with a low light setting. Uh, it's like a soft lamp or something, not a bright LED, just something soft. You don't need to go candles here, just uh, you know, soft yellow dimmed light. And I, one important thing is to get out of bed to do this. Do not do it in your bed. So if you have a desk or a little side table, I don't care if you have to go to the ground because you have no space, just not in your bed. So get out of the bed and journal whatever thoughts are in your mind. Our brain is wired to remember things that are going on. So especially things that are unfinished. If you have something unfinished, it's going to come back and there, there's actually a theory behind this and I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, but our brain wants us to remember it so we're going to keep mulling it over. Now if you write it down then you don't have to struggle with remembering it late at night and you'll know it's safely there written on this pad not going anywhere. And after you've written all of your thoughts out, you can just let the, the stream of consciousness flow out of you. Let all of the thoughts come out on paper. If you have nothing to write, you can just start drawing. Some people might be a little more right brain artistic and it might make sense just to draw it. Uh, but whatever it is, just have a little you know, journal next to your bed or even notepad, whatever it is. And Sorry, not next to your bed, away from your bed. Move away from your bed. Ideally sitting at a table or desk. Write it out. When you're done, turn off the light quietly get yourself back into bed and go to sleep. Give yourself 15 minutes to try to fall asleep. If you're not asleep in 15 minutes, then you do it again. And it might take a little while, but you're going to be training your body throughout this process, if you're doing this every night, to go to sleep when your bed or when your head hits your bed. <laughs> and something may have happened along the way where at night that's when you're allowed to think about everything and that's been your time to process thoughts so you're not doing it elsewhere in your day which you can do incorporate maybe five minutes ten minutes of mindfulness meditation and 
that can help maybe around your lunch hour or in the morning when you get up but just do this and if you're not looking at your phone an hour before bed and you're getting up to journal when you can't fall asleep within 15 minutes every 15 minutes eventually you should see results you should see better sleep quality trying to get to bed earlier now in my household we go to sleep super late uh, just because there's so much stuff to do and we're exhausted from the day to get to them so for me I can fall asleep easy I hit, I'm just I hit the bed and I'm ready to go I'm out I'm just I'm tired so that's me but I would like to go to sleep earlier but my brain I think has now been trained to stay up late so it's a matter of retraining our brains and changing our habits to get to bed a little bit earlier. So I'm a total night owl. I don't know if you are too, but if you are, you know, try to get a little sleep earlier. And if you have kids like me, I understand that's very difficult to do when you have to get everything prepared for school and so forth. So just do your best and don't be hard on yourself if you don't see immediate results. You will see results. I can't guarantee anything because I'm not seeing you, I'm not with you, but I do, I don't think I've ever heard anybody complain or say that it didn't work, whatever that's worth. So sleep and limiting screen time at night. That is the takeaway for today. Thank you for joining me and I look forward to our next chat, one-sided chat. Please feel free to walk, uh, comment on social media or uh, wherever you happen to hear this podcast from if there's a comment option and i look forward to talking to you next time thank you